This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, We're continuing in Dafa Shavua. We're learning Meseches Ksubais, Daf Lamed Gimel. <clears throat> so far, the Gemara on Lamed Aleph on base asked the following stira. The Gemara asked that Elu Nara is Yesham Knas, Davchav Tesamad Aleph in Ksuba says the following women, if you rape them, you get a Knas. And yet the Mishnah says in Mako, it's Elu Hin Haloikin, you get Malka. So we know, Ein Loikil Mashalim. So we have two basic approaches. We have Ula and Rabbi Yochanan. Ula says that whenever there's Maman and Malkus, you pay money, you don't get Malkus. What's the situation Masech Demaka is talking about? It's talking about where she's a Bulgaris and she's a Shaita, or it's Nara, Yesoima, Mafuta, basically situations where there's no Mamon. When there's Mamon and Malkus, Ula says, you get Mamon. Why do you get Malkus and Masech Demakas? It's a situation where there's no money. From where does Ula learn out that money supersedes Malkus? He makes Xer Shaba Tachas Asher Ina. Tachas, Tachas. It says, Ayin Tachas Ayin, where the penalty is money. And it says, by raping a woman, Tachas Asher Ina. Rabbi Yochanan, on the other hand, holds that if it's a choice between Mammon and Malkus, you pay, you get Malkus. What's the situation Maka is talking about? A regular situation. What's the situation in our Gemara talking about? Where you didn't warn the person. So since you didn't warn the person, there's no Malkus. So the Gemara wants to know. Why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan Darshan, Tachas, Tachas, like Ula, to learn out that if it's Maman and Malkus, you pay money and you don't get Malkus? Says the Gemara, he doesn't learn like Ula im Kain, but Talta Ervas Achoisra Leisegale. If you're going to learn out Tachas Tachas, whenever there's Mamanamakos, you pay money, then uh, when do we ever enforce the love of Ervas Achoisra Leisegale? Someone who lives with their sister, when would that ever apply? When would that ever apply? You can't get Malkus because there's always Mamon. There's always Mamon. How would you ever get Malkus for living with your sister? If you always pay money and don't get Malkus, how are you Mekayim? When do you ever get Malkus for that love? So Gemara asks, what do you mean? Choyvel b'chaveroi nami. If you hit your friend, where you pay money and you don't get malchus, so what do you do with the love of lo Yosef? Imkain but lo lo Yosef. Then you're mevatel, ever fulfilling lo Yosef. Pen Yosef, perhaps, don't hit too many times because you might hit more than needed. Or likewise, you could ask Edom Zoymimim Nami. Edom Zoymimim, we know, that when there's money and Malkus, you pay money and you don't get Malkus. What about the lav of Ahoya Imbin Hakoi Sarasha? What do you do with the puzzle that says you might get Malkus and Kain Batalta? Vahoya Imbin Hakoi Sarasha. So the Gemara says, actually, those are, that's not a problem. Ela Edim Zoymimim, Edim Zoymimim, Efshe Lukimo Ben Grusho Ben Chalutza. 
Edim Zoymimim, you could be Mekayim, the Malkus, by a Ben Grusha and a Ben Chalutza. Namely, if Edim testify about someone who's a Kayin, that they're a Ben Grusha or a Ben Chalutza, and really they're not, we don't say, make them a Ben Grusha, Ben Chalutza. Instead, we just give them Malkus. So Malkus by Edim Zoymimim is fulfilled if you if they testify about someone that they're Ben Grusha, Ben Chalutza, and they turn out to be Edim Zoymimim. And Choyvel Bechavere, also there would be a scenario where you get Malkus and you don't pay money. Choyvel Bechavere Nami, Iko Lekiyumai, you could fulfill it, Kugayin Shehiko Haka Sheinba Shava Pruta. For example, let's say he hit him, a hitting that does not have the equivalency of a pruta. So there you get malchus and you don't get mamain. So those scenarios, in those, by Edim Zoyimim and Chavah B'chaveroi, you could conjure up cases where you're chayiv malchus and you don't pay money. Well, by the same token, you could, uh, Rabbi Yochanan, don't say you don't hold like Ula, because when would you ever get malchus for Ervas Achoy Soiloi Sekalei? Very simple, you know, how you could get Malchus for raping a sister. For example, um, If somebody rapes their sister, who's a Baigeres, so then there's no monetary payment, because there's no Knas, and you just get Malchus. So the reasoning of Rabbi Yochanan, who didn't learn like Ula, can't be because then when would you ever get Malchus? We'll come up with a case that you get Malchus. Says the Gemara... So why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan learn like Ula? Says the Gemara, Ela Amar Lecha Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan will tell you, Hai Tachas Asher Ina, you know what he does with Tachas Asher Ina? Mi Boilei Lecha Abaye, he needs it for the teaching of Abaye. Da Amar Abaye, Abaye said, Amar Kra, Tachas Asher Ina. Abaye said, the Pasuk says, you pay the woman the 50 shkalim because you violated her. That implies, because there's a big question. We know we, normally if you injure somebody, you pay them five payments. Besides the damage, you pay them embarrassment and doctor bills and uh, you pay them pain. So the question if somebody rapes a woman, that's a hefty bill, 50 shkalim. Does that include the five payments or is uh, the other payments besides that. So Abaye learns from the Pasuk, Tachas Asherina, that the 50 shekel is, Hai Tachas Asherina, Meklal That includes, you pay it for afflicting her, but that means there are other penalties as well. So that's what Rabbi Yochanan does with Tachas Asherina. That you pay because you uh, raped her, but the other payments are for, are besides that. Says the Gemara, Ula, what is, how does Ula know that there are additional payments as well? Because he needs the Tachas Asherina to learn out that whenever there's Mamon and Malkus, you pay Mamon. Ula learns it out from where Rava learned it. And the man who lay with her gives to her, gives to the father of Nara, Chamishim Kasef, 50 kasef. The Lashon of the Pasuk is the man who laid with her gives her 50 kasef. That implies he's giving her the 50 shekel. Why? Hanoas shechiva 
chamishim. The pleasure of the shechiv of the laying is 50. But there are other charges as well. But besides that, you still pay shame and the, uh, causing her to go down in value. Vaiter. The Gemara on Lamed Beis Lamed Beis said, what's the reason by Edom Zoymimin, what's the reason why you pay money and you don't get Malchus? Because Edom Zoymimin, let's say you testify Ruvain owes Shimon a million dollars and they turned out to be Edom Zoymimin. So, on the one hand, you should be Chayv Malchus for Loisana. On the other hand, you should pay money for trying to be Mechayv money. So the Gemara said, well, Beferush... Rabbi Lazar is now coming up with a different source. Why Edim Zoymimim pays money and doesn't get Malkus? Rabbi Lazar Oimer, Edim Zoymimim, Why? You know why she doesn't get Malkus? Mishum Delav B'nei Hasraninu. Because Edim Zoymimim cannot be warned. Since it's really impossible to warn Edim Zoymimim, and, and typically to give Malkus, you need warning. To punish somebody, to hurt someone physically, you need to warn them. And Edom Zoymimin cannot be warned. Therefore, Edom Zoymimin, uh, if it's a choice between money and lashes, we're going to make them pay money, because Edom Zoymimin are not capable of being warned. Says the Gemara, Amarava, Rava said, Teda, I'll prove to you that Edom Zoymimin can't be warned. Nisri b'hu emas. When are you going to warn them? Nisri b'hu meikara to warn them in the beginning. To warn the edim zoymimin, you know, edim. Maybe you don't want to testify because if you turn out to be edim zoymimin, we're going to have, we're going to give you lashes. Yeah, but by the time they end up testifying, if they testified falsely, they'll say, "Oh, we forgot the warning." In order for warning to be effective, it has to be still be in the memory of the one who was warned. But if it was too much in advance, they could claim they forgot it. Amri Yishtalin, they'll say we forgot. LMI, we're going to warn them right before they testify. Nisri b'hubashas ma'isa, we're going to warn them right before they testify. Parshivaloi masadi. They'll say, what do I need to testify for? They'll, they'll, they'll choose. No Edom will want to testify. Imagine if every aid before they're about to testify, say, hey, Edom, you should know if you testify falsely, we're going to beat the living daylights out of you. You're going to have... We're going to whip you with lashes until your body is oozing with blood and other bodily fluids. Uh, oh, okay. It's been uh, nice coming to Besden. Um, I think I'm going to do an about-face and go back to my neighborhood. What do I need to testify for? Even if you plan on testifying truthfully, well, if that's how you're going to greet Adam Zoymimin, they're not going to want to testify. <clears throat> oh, so maybe you'll say you will testify them, will warn them after they testify. Okay, how, how is that going to help? At that point, they can't retract their testimony anymore, and therefore it's not a valid uh, warning. Nisrihi the Saif, to warn them in the end, what happened, happened. So therefore, Edim Zoymimin are not capable of being warned, and since they're not capable of being warned, it is logical to say that if it's a choice between two payments, Two penalties. One, that they don't need warning. And one, that they typically would need warning. We should give them the monetary payment. So ask the Gemara, no, not so fast. 
Maybe Adam Zimmerman do need warning, and it is possible to warn them. How? Warn them right after they testify, Toich Kedei Dibor, because they could still retract Toich Kedei Dibor. If you warn them right after they testify, within the time frame that let's say you greet your Rebbe, Shamalechem Rebbe Umayri, so then they could retract. So that's a valid warning. Warn them. So Toysus asks, but by the time you finish the warning, they can't. There's no time for them to retract. Toysus says, well, since you started within the time that they could retract, so technically, if you continued, they could still retract. By the way, this is a famous shot. I always wanted to give a share on it. I never did regarding zmanim in general with the Machlekes Mishabura and the Arach HaShulchan, where if let's say Zman Krishma is 8.50, is it enough to start at 8.49 even though you're going to finish at 8.53? Because do you get grandfathered in by Zmanim? Or do you need to finish something completely before the Zman? The opinion of the Mishnah Bura is you must finish the entire Shema by the Zman Krishma. Archa says once you start before it is considered getting it in. This Toysavus would seem to indicate that as long as you start before you're grandfathered in. By the way, there's another interesting Toysavus in Shas that indicates the same. Toysavus in Brachas asks, well, we know that um, Bilam knew the exact moment that Hashem got angry. So Toysavus asks, what, what could Bilam possibly get in in a split second? So either Toysavus says, Bilam could have said Kalim, that takes a split second, or Toysavus says, but when it comes to Zmanim, as long as you start in time, you could say a whole Langa curse as long as you started within the time frame. Our Chashulchan brings a right from there when it comes to Zmanim. As long as you start within the time frame, that's good enough. Similar to what Toysus is saying over here, that it's true by the time the, the Bezdin finishes the warning, it's after Kedai Dibor, but since they started before, the Edom could still retract. So that's the Kasha of Abaye. We have a good idea. Warn them two hours before. I, they'll say they forgot. Well, Bashas Maisa, remind them, meaning make a hand motion, you know. Remember what I told you an hour ago? You'll say, yeah, but then they'll get scared off. No, they're only going to get scared off if you tell them a minute before, if you tell them falsely, we'll beat the living daylights out of you. But if we say a minute before, remember what I told you an hour ago, that's not so scary. Why don't you do that? Vinisimikara, warn them in the beginning, uh Ramuzi, and then allude to them. So Abaye is sort of suggesting that maybe Adam Zoimimim do need warning. Now Abaye retracts. Hadar Amr Abaye, Abaye then retracted. Lab Amri. I was wrong to suggest that Adam Zoimimim need warning. Because Isaacadaitach Adam Zoimimim Sukhmasra. You're going to say Edom Zaymim need Hasra, just think about it for a moment. Why do we punish Edom Zaymim? We punish them, we do to them what they plan to do to someone else. Now when they, what do they plan to do to someone else? They planned to, they were testifying about someone that, some, uh, that somebody killed someone else or hurt someone else. That means they were trying to harm someone without that someone being warned. So therefore we need to get them back without them being warned. So by definition, since the whole punishment of Edom Zomim is Kasher Zomam, 
and what their plot was to harm someone without them being warned. So by very definition, Edim Zoyimim can't be warned. So it says, Abai, I made a mistake to think that possibly Edim Zoyimim need warning and it's possible to do it either right after or before and you elude. No, fundamentally Edim Zoyimim should not need to be warned because they're, they're punished for planning to do something to somebody without that person being warned. Says the Gemara, Lav Mosehi da Amri. Abai says, I was wrong to suggest that Edom Zemim need warning. You're going to think Edom Zemim need asrach. Then if we don't warn them, we're not going to kill them? Let's say they testify, Ruvain killed Shemain. They're testifying, Ruvain killed Shemain in front of Edom, and they were warned. So they were trying to kill Ruvain without warning Ruvain. Me, so is it possible? Me, kamidi, de inubai, katal, is it possible? They were only able to kill someone. They were trying to kill someone without him being warned. And they need to be warned. By the very definition, Adam Zoyimim should not need warning. Don't you need, you should do to them what they plan to do to the brother Veleka. And you wouldn't have that if they need to be warned. Because they were trying to hurt somebody without that person being warned. Sigmar asks, well, not every time are Edom Zayimim punished for something that they were going to... Not every time are we administering to Edom Zayimim the punishment that they wanted to inflict on somebody else. So in a situation where we're not inflicting Edom Zayimim, with the punishment they wanted to afflict someone else with, maybe then they do need to be warned. I understand they don't need to be warned if we're punishing them for trying to harm someone without warning them. But Maskefler of Sama Breder of Yermia, Elamayata Banao, Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. Let's say Adim testify about someone who's a Kayin, that really he's the son of a Grusha or the son of a Chalutza, and the punishment we give them is lashes. And we're not giving them lashes because they were trying to give lashes to someone else. Because they weren't trying to give lashes to someone else. What they were trying to do was, they were trying to make someone a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalutza. So in that case, maybe Adam Zaymim do need to be warned. That punishment, that situation where they testify about someone that is a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalutza, that is not coming from Kasher Zamam, Liboy Hasra, you should need Hasra. Says so, well, all the Adam Zaymim need to be uniform. And if in most cases Adam Zaymim do not does not need warning, then even in this case it should not need warning. Amarkra, the Pasik says, Mishpat Echadiyalachem. One law should be for you. Mishpat Hashavlakulchem. There should be one uniform law, and if in most cases Adam Zaymim do not need Hasra, then in all cases Adam Zaymim does not need Hasra. So we just brought another source that Adam Zoymimim should pay money and not get lashes because Adam Zoymim doesn't need Hasra. Now we're going to bring another source that if you hit someone and they're real, you've really incurred two punishments, your chayiv malchus for hitting someone, your chayiv money for harming someone, and Allah says you pay money, you don't get lashes. The Gemara earlier darshaned it from an extra pasuk. 
Now the Gemara is bringing a different source. How do we know that if you hit someone, you pay money, you don't get lashes? Masiv. Excuse me. Rav Shisha braid Rav Idi Amar. Rav Shisha braid Rav Idi said, Choyvel b'chaveroi. Someone who hits his friend Nami, Mamoinu Meshalim, you pay money, Umilke loyloki, and you don't get Makas Mehacha. The source is here. What's the source? B'chi natsu anashim. If two people were fighting, B'chi natsu anashim, v'nagifu, and one of them struck Isha Ahara, a pregnant woman, and she miscarried. And no, and she didn't die. You got to pay damages for causing the woman to miscarry. Now, the pasuk says, but if you killed her, then we kill you. Now, why are we killing you if you killed her? You, were tra- you weren't trying to kill her. You were trying to kill the guy you were fighting with. So you were in a wrestling match with, uh, with um, Yankel Hogan. And uh, you ended up, instead of ho- uh, killing Yankel Hogan, you killed Sprinza. So you didn't try to kill Sprinza. You were trying to kill the wrestling guy. Yeah, but... Miskavin laroig the Gemara is assuming is chayev. Now, if you were loy miskavin to kill someone and you killed them, you're pater. But if you had kavana to kill Ruvain and instead you killed Shimon, you're chayev. Vamar Rabbi Lazar, b'mitzvas We're talking about someone fighting to kill. How do we know that? Because it says if you kill her. You're Chayiv Misa, but I wasn't trying to kill her. Kill her. I was trying. I was fighting with someone else. It must be you're trying to kill the other person. The it says them also If there is a life taken, v'nasata nefesh tachas nafesh, then we take your life. So now you're trying to kill Ruvain and you killed Shprinza. Did we warn you? It had to be we warned you. Otherwise, we would never kill you if you killed Shprinza. Hechidami If we didn't warn you, Amai Mikta, why do we kill you? Elapshita the Asrbe must be. He warned him. Now, the Gemara is presuming the following. Warning for a more strict violation is effective for a more lenient violation. If we warned you, don't commit a capital crime, and then you went ahead and committed something you're Chayiv Malkus for, the warning will be effective to make you chayiv malchus. But I didn't warn you not to get malchus. I warned you not to get killed. Yeah, but if I warned you, don't do something that you could get capital punishment, that will be effective to, to warn you not to be chayiv malchus. Umos mois, what? It's the same act, though. Um, not a completely different aver. We're talking about the same act, right? That if you would be mechayiv misa... Well, presumably, in other words, let's say we say, don't hit Pliny and kill him. If you kill him, we're going to take your life. And the guy hit him, and he didn't kill him. Right? So now he's not Chayv Misa, but he's Chayv Malkus for hitting his friend. So, yeah, technically it's the same act. But we never warned you, don't do this and be Chayv Malkus. We said, don't do it. Don't do it hard, 
and Bichayim Misa. So he did a little soft. So now that's enough to, for him to be Mechayim Malkus. So the Pasuk says, Vamarachmana, and the Torah says, If you didn't end up killing her, Anoshi Anish, you gotta pay. What do you mean you gotta pay? But you hit somebody, so you should be Chayiv Malkus. Means we warned you not to be Chayiv. Now, technically, we only warned you not to get killed, but we're assuming warning you not to get killed is effective to, as a warning not to get um, not to be chayiv malchus. So you hit someone, and yet the Torah says you pay money. That's a raya that when you're chayiv malchus, a moment you pay money. So the Gemara has two challenges on this. Maskafla Ravashi. Number one, hakal. How do you know that warning someone for not getting killed is going to be affected that they should, as a warning not to get Malchus? Maybe you need to specifically warn them, don't do this, that will be Mechayvu Malchus. Maybe the reason why you're paying money here is not because when there's Malchus at Mammon you pay Mammon, it's because there is no Malchus, because there was no effective warning for the Malchus. And number two, maybe Malchus is worse than Misa. As we know, torture is worse than death. Even if warning for something chamor works for something more lenient, how do you know death is more severe? Maybe lashes is more severe, and we'll get into that more tomorrow. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a wonderful night. Great to see everybody. And tomorrow night, Lamed Gimel on the base. We'll see you after the Shmaya. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.